welcome to the show, the Exquisite Eats Show with your host, Lydia. Today on the show, I'm going to be discussing ways to get consistent sales through engaging content. And by the end of this podcast, you're going to learn five of those ways that you can use to get consistent sales through engaging content. And I have with me a guest whose name is Ramon Aronson. And we're going to be discussing these topics together. Hello, Ramon. Yeah, hello Lydia. How are you doing? Very well, and you? I'm great. Thank you. You're welcome. So you heard what I said. We're gonna be engaging our audience today on these five topics so they can get consistent sales through engaging content. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. It's it's, it's very important that um businesses understand what it means. <laughs> to um, use content to get sales. People just um, want to ramp into um, into their prospects or customers with a lot of words, making them feel like they care. But most of the time, customers believe deep down within them that you don't care. So you have to prove it to them to make them feel like they care so that they can be part of your business. Interesting. That's, that's fine. So I've listed out five ways that we can use to get consistent sales through content and one of those ways is to define your content area so you need to know what you're talking about you need to know what you're giving out first of all for you to be able to do it very well so having a clear definition of the content you need and how it should be structured out will help ensure a sturdy foundation for whatever thing you're, you're putting out there which is very yeah. important right yeah, you're correct. You're so correct. There's, there's this popular thing that says the business that spends the most to acquire a customer wins. Uh, most, people, most businesses believe that you have to give discounts and maybe give, um, give free stuff and all that. But sometimes the value of the content you are giving out, the value of the education you are giving out around your products or services equates that... Uh, that um, thing because it, it, it's not always about the money for your customers. It's about value. Right. It's about uh, yeah. It's about how you make them feel before they even buy into your like, products or your service. And you know you can't you can't give what you do not have. You have to. That is correct. You have to be equipped and know what you're doing so you can deliver it and deliver it well. Okay. Important. So you have to be specific in your area of content that you're willing to deliver. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in doing this, you have. I think you should ask. You should ask certain questions as to how you're going to be able to put this out there. Like questions like, should. Step one, like should inf- should you inform people on how constructive your ideas are? Do you need to dedicate a whole page to your audience? Are you planning on being a thought leader in that particular area? You know, well, by the time you consider these questions, I'm sure you'll be able to structure out a perfect area of content that you're going to deliver, and then you'll be able mm-hmm. to deliver it exceptionally well. One thing I usually tell my students and my customers is um, you can know for sure what your customers want, but you can begin with knowing who you want to serve, who the customer would be, like your dream customer. Because believe me or not, let's say you are into in the food and service industry or you are in the hospitality industry. If you have a, a hundred people that are your prospective customers, 
listeners. Out of that hundred, maybe just two of them want to be your clients because they all have something that connects you to them, so uh, or connect them to you, or what they look out for in a product, or for example, a hospitality product. You understand? Mm-hmm. So for you as a as, as a business owner, you are not um, ice cream that you please everybody. So you first of all have to figure out who you want to serve or who you want to be your dream customer. And then you then you think of okay where do they like to hang out as as in where do you, where do you think you can get them and most importantly the results you want to help them achieve. So if you know this, you begin to find a way to maybe research a little more and find a way to you know be that person or that business that they want that they that they look up to. Fine. You know, and that leads us to the second outline that I'm going to be talking about today. So after finding out your area of content. The, the number two thing you should consider is who are going to be your audience. So you have to define who your audiences are. Yes, you have to. That, that is so, so that's true. The core, yeah, that is the core of a sound content strategy in defining your audience. You have to know who they are. You have to know what they want, how they want Correct. it. How, you know, put, try to put yourself in the shoes of those audience. If I'm delivering certain things in this area, how would I want it to be in the most perfect way do you understand that's correct True. that so is still correct you you, you can't it's not like the example you gave you can't sell a particular thing to everybody it's not everybody that might be in need of that thing do you, do you understand so you have I to understand who your audience are it's a very important strategy if you're going to get sales through content that is true, yeah. and I, I I want you to know that um, the the usually the easy word traffic and people don't people don't see that traffic is the same thing as the persons that come to their business. So they think traffic is a thing or an idea. Once we begin to see traffic as people, you begin be able to understand that people have emotions. They have they love they hate. They they enjoy something and they dislike something. They have hobbies. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So if you begin to think around this, you know, if, if it was in those days like um, our society today, there are industries that have been saturated today, like the movie industry and the music industry. There's a time that the artists we have are just a few that we can work on back in days of Oriswiliki and the likes of them. But today, it, it, it's easy for them to make music, make music and, and are sold out. Everybody will know them because they are, it, they are not much of them. But today, we have a lot of them. So you have to do something different. You have to, be, you have to, connect, to um, connect your audience to your personal and then they, they, there's no way somebody won't like you for who you are or who your business is, yeah. and then there's no way someone will consistent. If you're consistent, yeah, definitely someone will hate you, someone will like you. But I usually tell um, a lot of businesses that you don't, you cannot be in the middle, yeah, because what you stand for matters to people that will follow you. You cannot be in the middle. You are either in the North Pole or in the South Pole if you're a business owner. That is, yeah. True, true, true. So, and in defining your audience, you have to set them apart. You have to know who your primary audience are, who your secondary yeah. audience are, and focus more on, you know, the audience that are priority to you, okay? And this will help yeah. you prioritize your content duration, presentation, and execution. 
You understand? So that is correct. The nuances of your audience, their goals, their behavior, we allow you. You understand? We allow you to tailor the content on your media, whatever, whichever one you're using to reach them and give them the best experience possible. Right? That is correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. Interesting. So we'll move to. You have something you want to share more on that? Um, nothing really. If if we if we start dealing on that topic, it's a whole exactly topic. Yeah, I don't want to get into a detail that. Uh, it will take me longer time to ex um, explain. So, okay. So we'll move okay. on to the third outline for today, which which I've which I listed out to be segmentation. Segmentation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what segmentation means, okay? I understand. In general, yeah. it, it means that your it means that your content should appeal to prospects, prospective customers in their function. Right? Yeah, yeah. Their, behavior, I, 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 their journeys, their personas, like you said earlier. That is correct. Um, I, I would like to add, people don't know that um, um, when it comes to people or traffic, I, I would like to be using the word traffic at this point because you can't separate traffic from um, business or sales or content. Now, when it comes to traffic, there's um, usually we have cold traffic, warm and hot traffic. Now, in, in, before you could just segment through cold, warm, and hot, or between demographics. But now you need to segment people that have bought for you. Have they bought from you once yeah. and haven't bought for a long time? Do they buy from you once every month? Do they have, have they not bought from you at all? Are they just do they read your email or your SMS? Um, have they ever opened your email at all? You get so with this segmentation, you know how to approach each either prospect or customer. Yeah. You understand? The, for, for, for example, I see people run a Facebook ad and then they use just one ad for everybody, whether cold, warm, or hot. <laughs> now, yes, and usually, even on radio, I see people do that. But for, 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 for crying out loud, you should know that if someone hasn't heard of you before and you're not aware of a problem or a solution, there's no way you, are beginning, you, can, you can just start selling yourself to the person because it, is, it, it, should be, it, it, it should be like a shock for them. They rather go with what you understand, so they block you out. So by the time you understand these phases, you cannot begin to know, okay, what will you say to somebody that you've just met today? And what will you say to somebody that uh, um, is close to you as a salesperson? And what will you say to somebody that has not read your messages or has never replied your messages or has always replied to your messages or has not taken your calls or you have conversation with on the phone? Yeah. So, yeah, what you're saying is that it is important to look at pain points, questions, and concerns of these people. Yeah, right. so yes. You can, you, can do, you can make the segmentation, you know, useful to their needs. That is correct. Yeah. In that, that's very interesting. So that, I, I would like to move on and talk about the fourth one. And that is, okay. know your buying and sales circle. I didn't get that. Know Please. the buying, your buying and sales circle. And I'd like to make a quote. Yes, yeah. Okay. Please. I'd like to make a quote, okay? You know, it says, yeah. Today's prospects are much more in control of the information flow. Relying on trusted online resources and solution providers, 
you know, relying on, on their provi on provider's website for more often than sales, sales reps to identify solutions. So evaluate options and develop shortlist for further consideration. The role of today's content marketers in the new environment is to offer the right content matched to the individual's prospect's level of interest, end of quote. Now, I find this quote very interesting. Why? Because I, I, I personally think there is an emotional attachment to whatever it is you're giving out. You don't just because yeah. you want to make profit, you give out whatever. Do you understand? Let's, that is true. Yeah, let it appeal to their emotions and that way, you know, they can relate with you. It's not just about what you're offering or your brand. It's like, it's like there's a relationship between you and your audience. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 that's right. I, 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 even now and then, when I walk into a shop to buy something or maybe a drink or something, I don't fail to make the salesperson that attended to me to understand what they did right and what they did wrong. Mm -hmm. Somehow, sometimes I do it um, in different manners. I think something happened yesterday. Yesterday was Friday, actually. I, I went out with a friend. And we were sitting, sitting somewhere, and someone was supposed to offer out a drink. And she, as, uh, as a waitress, I see waitresses are salespeople for, from my own point of view. Um, she came with the drink, and she, she, she acted like she didn't care if we bought the drink or not. And we were there to discuss an important issue. Now, with, on my first glass of the drink, I, I wasn't feeling happy. I wasn't even in the conversation. Yeah. Because I didn't like the way she treated me, not because of me. I thought for the owner of the business, yeah. and I thought I, I, I for a lot of things. Somehow, I was uncomfortable there. I made her understand that I would not continue there, so we moved somewhere else. Yeah. Funny enough, we went somewhere else, we were treated differently. Okay. You understand? And funny enough, um, and I'm sure they are both paid the same price, um, the same um, salary, because it was in the same area. Yeah. There, I, I understood that there, there was um, a DJ slash MC there taking requests. People were there requesting for songs. So he took requests of different songs. And he was, in the, he was about 20 songs. And he was playing everybody's requests one after the other. Now, I'm not saying it's a big thing, but he had time to do that. You get yeah. now the salesperson will come and tell you, oh, we have this, we have that, and they they have they 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 had our time. You get they had the time to. I, I had time to say, oh, I, I, this drink is not tasting right. They will ask me, oh, do, would I want another type of this drink? That this other one is, this other one is, so, and on so all that. Okay, yeah. So yeah they, go on, go on. Okay, they even wanted me to wanted to know if I wanted my drink cold or hot. So I, I have an option to choose a cold drink or a hot drink. In other okay. words, your, 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 what they were offering to you was customized for you. Yeah, for me. And I felt I felt really good about it. So for, for, for those additional contents, you need to customize your content for each of your audiences. You understand? So you can yes. leave a footprint in that circle. That is correct. Yeah. I, 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 another thing I would like to point out in this um, the sales process thing is people should know their products. Yeah. Knowing your product doesn't just you don't just have to know the features of the products. You need to tie that feature to a benefit. Yeah. You understand? If you can tie it to a benefit, I'm not saying someone that bought 
um, let's say someone that loves um, handbags or shoes that bought them out of reasoning, you get reasoning correctly about their costs, how much they have in their bank account. They usually say, wow, I love this shoe. It will, it will fit me and to match these clothes that I have at home. And they buy. After a while, they might even not wear that shoe for a very long time. Yeah. And then sometimes you feel like, ah, I think I've bought this shoe. It was just, and then after a while, they forget it. But if you can uh, help people see benefits to what they are buying, most of the time, they remind themselves of that benefit. Even when they get to that point where they feel like they made a mistake in buying that stuff, they remind themselves of that benefit. That is why they come back to buy more from you. Exactly. You know, you just touched a little on the last outline I have for today, which is content type. Okay. Yes. Yeah, content, content type. type. Yes. Keep, uh -huh. your, keep, keep your content fresh. Do not, you know, when you do something over and over again, it becomes boring. You understand? Yeah. Keep it yeah. fresh. Keep it, keep it, you know, salivating. Let them keep wanting more. What you, what you have to offer. Do you understand? Every person yeah. has its own preferences. And in a cross-channel lead, not showing that approach, and meeting those should, should be the most obvious thing for people. You understand? Keep it interesting. You, if, engage them. Don't just, oh, okay, this is what we're giving out. They're used to it. Let's just, no. Be creative, innovative, you know. Keep infusing mm -hmm. things that, that, you know, even if they never thought of it and you bring it to them, they begin to think in those directions. Do you understand? And get That's used true. to it. You know, very important. Content type. And, 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 and I wouldn't, I wouldn't undermine metaphors and storytelling. True. They are so important. Using metaphors and storytelling to describe a situation to a customer. Yeah. You know, so, sometimes they have a fear of, wow, will this thing work? Will it not work? Yeah. Do you understand? Like, like if you walk into a, a hotel, first you might have maybe your reception area has one of the best ACs. Very chill and very nice. Now, why that makes you believe the room should be like that? You 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 still have the fear to think, oh, maybe they just did this to us, collect our money. By the time we enter the room, their room might be, you know, might be stuffy, or their customer care might not um, be good. You get like like um, the transportation industry in our country is not really. I actually not like don't like it. Yeah. If not for Uber and Taxify are coming, even though they are failing in um, service delivery, um, once um, the person has taken your money, they, they try to treat you however they like. And then uh, you, you, you start feeling like you shouldn't have taken this people, you should have not, you know, had done this. You just feel that, yes, how that If it was up to you, the next time you have, you, you have to go out, you, you would select. If you have to mark anybody's face that you, you know, yeah. you, you patronized. So true. So the type of content that you're giving out to depend on different elements. Do you understand? Like yeah, different people, elements. The behaviors, the personas, the stages in different sales circles, you know, you name it. They all depend on all of those. Do you understand? Yeah, uh, uh, elements like, uh, I, I had, I had um, stories about um, Subway. Uh, and then how they came up with a backstory of somebody that was just on subway and lost a lot of weight. 
You get it? So that became a, like, like a brand ambassador. So you know who would do, um, if, if, if you can apply that, like the before and after, or a backstory that is true, not formulated, you know, who formulates backstories. The backstory that is true, that people can relate with, people can actually investigate and see that it's true. And you can add a little parable, metaphors to it. Um, another thing is character flaws. Nobody wants to associate with a God. If they feel they are God, they need it to be God, and they become they they they, they, they keep themselves as humans as they are. So, but if, if you check most of the movies, Superman, Spider-Man, they had character flaws. They have they have things that 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 you can touch and make them feel pain. Like Superman, he was his mother and his girlfriend, and it was people that he's protecting. You get a lot of them have character flaws. So you 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 should have a character flaw. You understand? Oh, that's why some products will come out and say, oh, we've collected this in our product. You get, oh, we've had this in our product. Sometimes it, it makes you feel like, wow, the people I'm working with keep getting better. You get, just like the communication industry, they keep getting better and better and better. And they keep saying to you that they get better. You get, and I won't forget polarity. You have to be, you have to be, you have to believe in something because people, people don't, um, people don't take um, they, are, they don't joke with their beliefs. If you tell people's beliefs, they will mad at you. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Interesting. So there are a lot to talk about if you're to get sales through content, you know, uh-huh. dishing out there. Thank you so much, Ramon. It's, it's been very awesome having you here today. You're welcome. Thank yeah, you. you're welcome. So thank I'm, you. I'm grateful. All right. So I hope to get you online some other time so we can talk more. I'll only make myself available. Don't give me a heads up. All right, people. You heard it. It's very important to understand what you're doing in your area of content dishing out and to your audience. So I hope all of these tips were useful to you. If you have further things that you feel will be left out or you would like to comment on or talk about, Feel free to hit us up on our social media platform on Instagram at Lydia underscore else and on Facebook at Lydia SS. Thank you so much. I'll be seeing you soon. Bye for now. Welcome to the show, the Exclusive Eat Show with your host, Lydia. Today on the show, I'm going to be discussing ways to get consistent sales through engaging content. And by the end of this podcast, you're going to learn five of those ways that you can use to get consistent sales through engaging content. And I have with me a guest whose name is Ramon Arunsi. And we're going to be discussing these topics together. Hello, Ramon. Yeah, hello, Lydia. How are you doing? Very well. And you? I'm great. Thank you. You're welcome. So you heard what I said. We're going to be engaging our audience today on these five topics so they can get consistent sales through engaging content. Are you with me? Yeah, okay. I'm with you. It's, it's, it's very important that um, businesses understand what it means <coughs> to um, use content to get sales. People just um, want to ramp into, um, into their prospects or customers with a lot of words, making them feel like they care. But most of the time, customers believe deep down within them that you don't care. So you have to prove it to them to make them feel like they care so that they can be part of your business. Interesting. That's, that's fine. So I've listed out five ways that we can use 
to get consistency is through content. And one of those ways is to define your content area. So you need to know what you're talking about. You need to know what you're giving out, first of all, for you to be able to do it very well. So having a clear definition of the content you need and how it should be structured out will help ensure a sturdy foundation for whatever thing you're, you're putting out there, which is very yeah. important, right? Yeah, you're correct. You're so correct. There's, there's this popular thing that says the business that spends the most to acquire a customer wins. Um, most, people, most businesses believe that you have to give discounts, uh, maybe give um, give free stuff and all that. But sometimes the value of the content you are giving out, the value of the education you are giving out around your products or services equates that that um, thing because it, it, it's not always about the money for your customers. Yes. It's about value. Yeah. It's about uh, yeah, it's about how you make them feel before they even buy into your life products or your service and you know you can't you can't give what you do not have you have to that is correct you have to be equipped and know what you're doing so you can deliver it and deliver it well okay so you have to be specific in your area of content that you're willing to deliver okay and in doing this you have I think you should ask you should ask certain questions as to how you're going to be able to put this out there. Like questions like should step one like should inf- should you inform people on how constructive your ideas are? Do you need to dedicate a whole page to your audience? Are you planning on being a thought leader in that particular area? You know? But by the time you consider these questions, I'm sure you'll be able to structure out a perfect area of content that you're going to deliver and then you'll be able mm-hmm. to deliver it exceptionally well. One thing I usually tell my students and my customers is um, you can know for sure what your customers want, but you can begin with knowing who you want to serve, who the customer would be, like your dream customer. Because believe me or not, let's say you are into if in the food and service industry or you are in the hospitality industry. If you have a, a hundred people that are your prospective customers, out of that hundred, maybe just two of them want to be your clients because they all have something that connects you to them, so uh, or connect them to you, or what they look out for in a product, or for example, a hospitality product. You understand? Mm-hmm. So for you as a as, as a business owner, you are not um, ice cream that you please everybody. So you first of all have to figure out who you want to serve or who you want to be your dream customer. Yeah. And then you then you think of okay where do they like to hang out as as in where do you, where do you think you can get them and most importantly the results you want to help them achieve. So if you know this, you begin to find a way to maybe research a little more and find a way to you know be that person or that business that they, they that they look up to. Fine, you know, and that leads us to the second outline that I'm going to be talking about today. So after finding out your area of content. The, the number two thing you should consider is who are going to be your audience. So you have to define who your audiences are. Yes, you have to. That, that is so, so true. Is core, yeah, that is the core of a sound content strategy in defining your audience. You have to know who they are. You have to know what they want, how they want Correct. it, how 
you know, put, you, try to put yourself in the shoes of those audience. If I'm delivering certain things in this area, how would I want it to be in the most perfect way? Do you understand? That's correct. True. That so is still correct. You, you, you can't, it's not like the example you gave, you can't sell a particular thing to everybody. It's not everybody that might be in need of that thing. Do you, do you understand? So you have I to understand know who your audience are. It's a very important strategy if you're going to get sales through content. That is true. Yeah. And I, I, I want you to know that um, the, the, usually the easy word traffic, and people don't, people don't see that traffic is the same thing as the persons that come to their business. So they think traffic is a thing or an idea. Once you begin to see traffic as people, you begin, begin to understand that people have emotions. They have the love, they hate, they, they enjoy something and they dislike something. They have hobbies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you begin to think around this, you know, if, if it was in those days like um, our society today, there are industries that have been saturated today, like the movie industry and the music industry. There's a time that the artists we have are just a few that we can work on back in the days of Oriswiliki and the likes of them. But today, it, it, it's easy for them to make music, make music and, and are sold out. Everybody will know them because they are, it, they are not much of them. But today we have a lot of them. So you have to do something different. You have to be, you have to connect to um, connect your audience to your personal, and then they, they, there's no way somebody won't like you for who you are or who your business is, yeah. and then there's no way someone will hate If you're consistent, yeah, definitely someone will hate you, someone will like you. But I usually tell um, a lot of businesses that you don't, you cannot be in the middle, yeah, because what you stand for matters to people that will follow you. You cannot be in the middle. You are either in the North Pole or in the South Pole if you are a business owner. That is, yeah. True, true, true. So, and in defining your audience, you have to set them apart. You have to know who your primary audience are, who your secondary yeah. audience are, and focus more on, you know, the audience that are priority to you, okay? And this will help yeah. you prioritize your content curation, presentation, and execution. You understand that is the nuances of your audience their goals their behavior we allow you you understand we allow you to tailor the content on your media whatever whichever one you're using to reach them and give them the best experience possible that right. is correct right. yeah okay so interesting interesting so we'll move to you have something you want to share more on that um, nothing really. If if we if we start dealing on that topic, it's a whole exactly. topic. Yeah, I don't want to get into a detail that uh, it will take me longer time to ex um, explain. So okay, so we'll move on to the third outline for today, which which I've which I listed out to be segmentation. Segmentation. Yeah. You know what segmentation means. Okay. I understand. In general, it, it can mean that your it means that your content should appeal to prospects, prospective customers in their function, right? Yeah, yeah. Their, I, 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 their journeys, their personas, like you said earlier. That is correct. Um, I, I would like to add. People don't know that um, 
um, when it comes to people or traffic, I, I would like to be using the word traffic at this point because you can't separate traffic from um, business or sales or content. Now, when it comes to traffic, there's um, usually we have cold traffic, warm and hot traffic. Now, in, in, before you could just segment through cold, warm and hot or between demographics, but now you need to segment people that have bought for you. Have they bought from you once yeah. and haven't bought for a long time? Do they buy from you once every month? Do they have, have they not bought from you at all? Are they just do they read your email or your SMS? Um, have they ever opened your email at all? You get so with this segmentation, you will know how to approach each either prospect or customer. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. For, for, for example, I see people run a Facebook ad and then they use just one ad for everybody, whether cold, warm, or hot. <laughs> now, yes, and usually, even on radio, I see people do that. But for, 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 for crying out loud, you should know that if someone hasn't heard of you before and you're not aware of a problem or a solution, there's no way you, are beginning, you, can, you can just start selling yourself to the person because it, is, it, 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 it will be like a shock for them. They rather go with what you understand, so they block you out. So by the time you understand these phases, you cannot begin to know, okay, what would you say to somebody that you've just met today? And what will you say to somebody that uh, um, is close to you as a salesperson? And what will you say to somebody that has not read your messages or has never replied your messages or has always replied to your messages or has not taken your calls or you have conversation with on the phone? Yeah, so, totally. yeah. What you're saying is that it is important to look at pain points, questions, and concerns of these people. Yeah, so yes. You can, you can do. You can make the segmentation. You know useful to their needs. that is correct yeah In that that's very interesting so that I, I would like to move on and talk about the fourth yeah. one and that's okay know your buying and sales circle i didn't get that no the buying your buying and sales circle and i'd like to make a quote yes yeah okay Sorry, please. i'd like to make a quote okay you know, it says, yeah Today's prospects are much more in control of the information flow, relying on trusted online resources and solution providers, you know, relying on, on their provi on provider's website for more often than sales, sales reps to identify solutions. So evaluate options and develop shortlist for further consideration. The role of today's content marketers in the new environment is to offer the right content matched to the individual's prospect's level of interest end of quote now i find this quote very interesting why because i i i, I personally think there's an emotional attachment to whatever it is you're giving out you don't just because yeah. you want to make profit you give out whatever do you understand let's yeah, let it appeal to their emotions and that way you know they can relate with you it's not just about what you're offering or your brand it's like it's like there's a relationship between you and your audience do you understand what i'm saying yeah 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 that's right i i i, I even now and then when i walk into a shop to buy something or maybe a drink or something i don't fail to make the salesperson that attended to me to understand what they did right and what they did wrong mm -hmm. somehow sometimes i do it 
um, in different manners. I think something happened yesterday. Yesterday was Friday, actually. I I went out with a friend, and we were sitting seated somewhere, and someone was supposed to offer on the drink. And she, as uh, as a waitress, I see waitresses as salespeople for from my own point of view. Um, she came with the drink, and she 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 acted like she didn't care if we bought the drink or not. And we were there to discuss an important issue. Now. With, on my first glass of the drink, I, I wasn't feeling happy. I wasn't even in the conversation because I didn't like the way she treated me, not because of me. I, I thought for the owner of the business, and I thought I, I for a lot of things. Somehow, I was uncomfortable there. I made her understand that I will not continue there, so we moved somewhere else. Funny enough, we went somewhere else. We were treated differently. You understand? And funny enough, um, and I'm sure they are both paid the same price, um, the same um, salary, because it was in the same area. Yeah. There, I, I understood that there, there was um, a DJ slash MC there taking requests. People were there requesting for songs. So he took requests of different songs. And it was about 20 songs. And he was playing everybody's requests one after the other. Now, I'm not saying it's a big thing, but he had time to do that. You get yeah. now the salesperson will come and tell you, Oh, we have this, we have that, and they, they have they, they they had our time. You get they had the time to I, I had the time to say, Oh, I, I, this drink is not tasting right. They will ask me, Oh, do, would I want another type of this drink that this other one is in? This other one is in, so, and on so all that. Okay, they even wanted me to wanted to know if I wanted my drink cold or hot. So I, I have an option to choose a cold drink or a hot drink. In other okay. words, your, 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 what they were offering to you was customized for you. Yeah, for me. And I felt thought, I thought really good about it. So for, for, for those additional contents, you need to customize your content for each of your audiences. You understand? So you can yes. leave a footprint in that circle. That is correct. Another yeah. I, 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 thing I would like to point out in this um, the sales process thing is people should know their products. Yeah. Knowing your product doesn't just you don't just have to know the features of the products. You need to tie that feature to a benefit. Yeah. You understand? If you can tie it to a benefit, I'm not asking someone that bought, um, let's say, someone that loves um, handbags or shoes that bought them out of reasoning. You get reasoning correctly about their costs, how much they have in their bank accounts. They usually say, Wow, I love this shoe. It will, it will fit me and to match these clothes that I have at home. And they buy. After a while, they might even not wear that shoe for a very long time. Yeah. And then sometimes they feel like, ah, I think I've bought this shoe. It was just, and then after a while, they forget it. But if you can uh, help people see benefits to what they are buying, most of the time, they remind themselves of that benefit. Even when they get to that point where they feel like they made a mistake in buying that stuff, they remind themselves of that benefit. That is why they come back to buy more from you. Exactly. You know, you just touched a little on the last outline I have for today, which is content type. Okay. Yes. Yeah, content, content type. type. Yes. Keep, mm -hmm. your, keep, keep your content fresh. Do not, you know, when you do something over and over again, it becomes boring. You understand? Yeah. Keep it yeah. fresh. Keep it, keep it, you know, salivating. Let them keep wanting more what what you have to offer do you understand every person yeah. has its own preferences and in a cross-channel lead nurturing that approach and meeting those should should be the most obvious thing for people you understand 
like keep it interesting you, you engage them don't just oh, okay this is what we're giving out they're used to it let's just no be creative innovative you know keep infusing mm-hmm. things that that you know even if they never thought of it and you bring it to them they begin to think in those directions do you understand and get used to it you know very important content type and I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't undermine metaphors and storytelling. True. They are so important. Using metaphors and storytelling to describe a situation to a customer. Yeah. You know, some, sometimes they have a fear of, wow, will this thing work? Will it not work? Yeah. You understand? Like, like if you walk into a, a hotel, first you might have maybe your reception area has one of the best ACs, very chill and very nice now why that makes you believe the room should be like that you 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 still have the fear to think oh maybe they just did this to collect our money but i will enter the room their room might be you know might be stuffy or their customer care might not um, be good you get like like um yes, the transportation industry in our country is not really i actually not like don't like it yeah. Even for Uber and Taxify are coming, even though they are failing in um, service delivery, um, once um, the person has taken your money, they, they try to treat you however they like. And then uh, you, you, you start feeling like you have taken this people, you should have not, you know, have done this. You just feel that, yes, how that if, if it was up to you, the next time you have, you, you have to go out, you, you would select. If you have to mark anybody's face that you, you know, yeah. you, you patronized. So true. So the type of content that you're giving out to depend on different elements. Do you understand? Like yeah, different content, elements. The behaviors, the personas, the stages in different sales circles, you know, you name it. They all depend on all of those. Do you understand? Yeah, elements like, uh, I had, I had um, stories about um, Subway. Uh, and then how they came up with a backstory of somebody that was just on subway and lost a lot of weight. You get so that became a like like a brand ambassador. So you know who would do um, if, if if you can apply that like the before and after or a backstory that is true, not formulated. You know who formulates backstories? The backstory that is true that people can relate with. People can actually investigate and see that it's true. And you can add a little parable, metaphors to it. Um, another thing is character flaws. Nobody wants to associate with a god. If they feel they are a god, they leave it to be god, and they become they they they, they, they keep themselves as humans as they are. So, but if, if you check most of the movies, Superman, Spiderman, they had character flaws. They have they have things that 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 you can touch and make them feel pain. Like Superman, he was his mother and his girlfriend, and it was people that he's protecting. You get a lot of them have character flaws, so you 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 should have a character flaw. You understand? Oh, that's why some products will come out and say, "Oh, we've corrected this in our product." You get? Oh, we've had this in our product. Sometimes it, it makes you feel like, "Wow, the people I'm working with keeps getting better." You get? Just like the communication industry, they keep getting better and better and better and they keep saying to you that you get better you get and i won't forget polarity you have to be you have to be you have to believe in something because people people don't um people don't take um they, are, they don't joke with their beliefs if you talk with people's beliefs they will be mad at you 
To get you online some other time so we can talk more. I'll only make myself available. Don't give me a heads up. All right, people, you heard it. It's very important to understand what you're doing in your area of content dishing out and to your audience. So I hope all of these tips were useful to you. If you have further things that you feel will be left out or you would like to comment on or talk about, feel free to hit us up on our social media platform on Instagram at Lydia underscore else and on Facebook at Lydia SS. Thank you so much. I'll be seeing you soon. Bye for now.